Hi, I'm Ed German, host of the Urban Jazz Experience. I'm away right now, but I'll be back soon. In the meantime, please enjoy this rebroadcast of the Urban Jazz Experience. Thanks. This is WLIW, 88.3 and 96.9 FM, serving Eastern Long Island, coastal Connecticut, and the world with music, news, entertainment, and it's already Thursday night jazz. It is the Urban Jazz Experience. I'm Ed German, Ed German, Eddie German. Bucky's in here. With you until 11 o'clock, happy to have your company on this Thursday night as we melt into the season. You know what I'm talking about. Good evening and welcome and thanks once again. We have a lot of great music ahead of us tonight as we listen and pay tribute to some great 50s and 60s big band. That's right. Big band arrangements. That'll take us many different places. Great to have your company once again. Hello to everybody listening locally at 88.3 and 96.9 FM. And everybody listening worldwide at WLIW.org slash Radio Jack. Diggeth ye he. All right. Hope you're doing well, as we, uh, well, as we also acknowledge uh, the end of the growing season, being that we had our first, I believe most of us had our first official freeze earlier today, in the wee hours of the morning, and uh, the clocks, pardon anymore, the clocks will go back this weekend, I believe it's it's Saturday night, right? Okay, that's it. All right. Uh, today is the. Uh, I don't have any news for you. We get those updates every hour here on WLIWFM. <laughs> the weather, however, is going to be clear and cold for the next couple of days. That's all I have. But that's enough, as long as you're uh, basically, fundamentally prepared. Today happens to be the birthday of two saxophonists. Uh, One is uh, Herb Geller. Saxophonist Herb Geller was born on the state of November 2nd. And also, saxophonist... Phil Woods, both of them uh, listed as alto saxophonists, although they, you know, probably dealt otherwise among the tenor as one, every once in a while. Phil Woods, born on this date, 1931. Herb Geller, born on this date, 1928. Phil Woods 
had a very, very prolific recording career, and uh, it would take weeks to cover Phil Woods. You know, uh, Herb Geller? Herb Geller did most of his uh, big band recording with the bands of Maynard Ferguson. Herb Geller born on the state 1960, I'm sorry, uh, Herb Geller born on the state 1928. And we're going to start off tonight's music by, you know what I love about the, uh, the 50s, the big band music beginning in the 1950s differed from the big band music of the 40s. The big band music of the 40s, which began to really emerge, well, in the 30s, of course. I mean, come on. You can go back to the 20s, but what I'm talking about, the big ones that we know about, you know, beginning with the, the big bands of Cab Calloway, Duke Ellington, Count Basie, all those bands of the 90s, which began, well, Duke Ellington began in the 20s, but I'm not talking about that. There's something unique about the change of the big band sound in the 1950s and 60s, which also had something to do with high fidelity coming into play, as well as this was also post-war music. It was post-war music, and uh, it was associated, it was the kind of music... Man, that was something. It was the kind of music that was associated, that I associated with the, uh, the American economic growth and the, uh, the relief that people had at the end of World War, World War II and the hope that was in the air and the ease which began to come across and the coolness and also... Even the division which began to come about um, in terms of uh, the division in terms of uh, age, age, the generation, the whole generation thing. Good evening and thanks for joining us. It's great to have your company. As we ease into some music that is very, very, very special, in my opinion. It's Thursday night, jazz, the urban jazz experience. Here is Herb Geller with the band of Maynard Ferguson in 1955.
Get out of this mood Can't get over this feeling Can't get out of this mood Last night Your lips were so appealing I'm Ed German, host of the Urban Jazz Experience. I'm away right now, but I'll be back soon. In the meantime, please enjoy this rebroadcast of the Urban Jazz Experience. Thanks. Chris Connor with the big band of Maynard Ferguson, 1961. Can't get out of this mood. We began with uh, Maynard Ferguson. Herb Geller, by the way, was not in that one. Uh, Chris Connor came on board uh, just for our company with Maynard Ferguson as we will hear from her again tonight. We began with Maynard Ferguson, 1955, Egad, Martha, followed by 1956, Somebody Wants Me Down There. I always say to myself, down where? 1955, Dancing Nightly. All of those Maynard Ferguson's big band with uh, saxophonist Herb Geller on board, who's born on this date in 1928. Good evening and thank you for joining us. Lots more music ahead of us here on the Urban Jazz Experience. You know, the other thing about the uh, big band music of the 1950s was the advent of television. You see, when television came into began coming into people's homes, uh, people were able, many people were, 
able to see for the first time these musicians, you know, these big bands and musicians at the time, they were able to make money by being studio musicians. And, and you know, many of the musicians that we acknowledge here on the Urban Jazz Experience, even like Phil Woods, were also studio musicians who made a living in recording studios, playing almost daily sometimes if they could manage it for uh, all kinds of things, for films, for commercials, for radio programs, for television. But when television came on, all these shows began coming on television with all this music. It uh, also changed the style. The style of jazz, in my opinion, also changed with the style of modern living. It changed as well as it changed the same way that the clothing changed, in my opinion. Phil Woods, born on this date in 1931. Here is Phil Woods with Oliver Nelson's orchestra, 1966. Thank you. 
my enemy the night my friend for I'm always so alone till the day draws to an end but when the sun goes down and the moon comes through to the monotone of the evening's drone I'm all alone with you Do, do. 
something to me that nobody else could do. Let me live neath your There you have it, Dick Cavett. Anyway, that's uh, Ella Fitzgerald's orchestra with, uh, I mean, Ella Fitzgerald with Buddy Bregman's orchestra in 1956. Herb Geller's in there in the saxophone section on alto. And two from that period, You Do Something to Me, and beginning with All Through the Night. We heard two from Oliver Nelson's big band. The first one was called, uh, well, you recognized it, uh, St. Louis Blues. And uh, on uh, St. Louis Blues, Phil Woods was in the uh, saxophone section on alto. But uh, the solo for that uh, particular one, for uh, St. Louis Blues, the solo was uh, trumpeter Joe Newman. Then we followed St. Louis Blues with I Remember Bird, 1966, Oliver Nelson. Phil Woods uh, was on solo for that piece of music. And he was also in the in the uh, saxophone in the reed section for 1962 St. Louis Blues and uh, soloed 1966. I remember Bird Oliver Nelson's orchestra with Phil Woods, born on the state 1931, and uh, Herb Geller, born on the state 1928. Once again, Herb Geller with. Maynard Ferguson's orchestra.
It's Judy Carmichael. On my show, Jazz Inspired, I talk with fascinating creative people who love jazz and discuss how it inspires them. Everyone from Willie Nelson to Neil deGrasse Tyson. Listen Sunday nights at 7 and Mondays at midnight on 88.3 WLIWFM Southampton, serving Eastern Long Island and Southern Connecticut, 96.9 in Western Suffolk, and streaming at WLIW.org slash radio and on your favorite streaming platforms. This is listener-supported WLIWFM, Long Island's only NPR station. Inviting you to join me every Sunday night at 9 for Freeform Radio, a lively mix of rock and roll in all its glorious subgenres, plus a heavy dose of soul, R&B, and more. So tune in to Freeform Radio, where variety reigns supreme, Sunday nights at 9 on WLIW-FM Southampton. Over the air at 88.3, serving Eastern Long Island and Southern Connecticut, 96.9 in Western Suffolk, and streaming at WLIW.org slash radio, and on your favorite streaming platforms. This is listener-supported WLIW-FM, Long Island's only NPR station. We just finished hearing two pieces from Maynard Ferguson, both of which were 1956, and uh, both of them had uh, saxophonist Herb Geller in the uh, reed section. The first, Dreamboat, followed that with Blue Birdland, Maynard Ferguson and his Dream Birdland Orchestra with Herb Geller. We have a lot more music coming our way here on the Urban Jazz Experience. I... Uh, I can't, uh, I can't help but uh, let you know that uh, I, too, am shocked and uh, disappointed with the stupidity that is going on in our world, and there seems to be no one that can do anything about the fundamental stupidity, especially stuff that's coming from mouths of those who are damn near only 21 years old. You know nothing. From breaking news notifications to daily national podcasts, staying informed about the big picture on a tight schedule has never been easier. But how do you keep up with what's happening in your own community? I'm Michael Mackey, host of Long Island Morning Edition, weekdays on WLIW-FM, and I want you to know that you can catch up on the top stories affecting eastern Long Island and southern Connecticut in less than 10 minutes a day on your schedule, Long Island Morning Edition, wherever you get podcasts, on the NPR One app, and on WLIW.org slash radio. Or simply ask your smart speaker to play Long Island Morning Edition every day. You'll get the most pressing news from across the region with clarity and precision, so you know exactly what you need to know. You can also tune in live during Morning Edition every day from 6.49 a.m. to 9 a.m. for a mix of NPR's national and international news and the stories affecting you and your East End neighbors. That's on Long Island Morning Edition from WLIW-FM, Long Island's only NPR station.
You're listening to WLIW-FM 88.3 Southampton and 96.9 Manorville. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Jack Spear. The White House is releasing limited information about an anti-satellite capability. It says Russia's developing. As NPR's Tamara Keith explains, there was a flurry of concern yesterday after a top House Republican put out a statement indicating there was a threat. White House National Security spokesman John Kirby chose his words carefully, saying he couldn't share much about the specific nature of the threat. He wouldn't say whether it involved nuclear technology. Kirby did say the anti-satellite capability is still in development and hasn't been deployed. And he added that while Russia's pursuit of the capability is troubling, there is no immediate threat. We are not talking about a weapon that can be used to attack human beings or cause physical destruction here on Earth. Satellites which orbit the planet are, however, key to communications, weather monitoring, and war fighting here on Earth. Tamara Keith, NPR News. Police in Kansas City, Missouri are continuing their investigation into a shooting that erupted near a Super Bowl victory parade yesterday. Officials now say 23 people were injured, including one person who died. The shooting appears to have stemmed from a dispute between several people. Police took three people into custody in connection with the shooting, but one, a juvenile, has been released. Sam's FM member station KCUR says one of the individuals was tackled by parade goers. The suspect was running away from the scene. Uh, as witnesses described it, somebody said, grab him, he's got a gun. He was uh, tackled by two people. Uh, they held him down. Uh, one described uh, described it as uh, feeling like he was holding him down for hours, uh, but actually it was just uh, a minute or so. Gunfire erupted shortly after the completion of the parade near the city's historic Union Station. The woman killed was a local DJ and a mother of two. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is walking back state policies that make it easier to challenge and ban books. Danielle Pryor with member station WMFE in Orlando has more. Governor DeSantis says moving forward, there will be penalties for anyone trying to use the state's book ban policies to meet their own personal agendas. He says residents should not be allowed to challenge classics like Romeo and Juliet or To Kill a Mockingbird. Same goes for books about the black experience or entire dictionaries. Maybe Maybe after one or two frivolous objections, you have to pay a fine. He says the policies were written to remove books with explicit sexual and age-inappropriate content. The change comes days after a Miami school required students to get permission for a read-aloud activity to, quote, participate and listen to a book written by an African-American. For NPR News, I'm Danielle Pryor in Orlando. Stocks continue to gain ground today, drifting back toward record highs. The Dow is up 348 points to 38. 8,773. The Nasdaq rose 47 points. The S&P was up 29 points today. You're listening to NPR. Officials now say a missile strike on the Russian city of Belgorod near the Ukraine border killed at least six people, including a child and injured 18 others. Russia says the missile strike hit a shopping center and a school stadium. The Ukrainian strike coming hours after Russia fired cruise and ballistic missiles at Ukraine, hitting multiple targets, including an apartment building in northeastern Ukraine where four people died. Officials in Venezuela have ordered the staff of the United Nations local human rights office to leave the South American country, the government accusing the U.N. staff of aiding plot coup plotters and terrorist groups. 
NPR's Carrie Kahn has the story. Venezuela's foreign minister said the 13 staff members of the U.N. High Commissioner for Human Rights Office had 72 hours to leave the country. Without providing any evidence, Ivan Gil said the office has become a private law firm that permanently conspires against the country. The expulsion of the U.N. office comes after the arrest last week of a prominent human rights lawyer. Rocio San Miguel was taken into custody last Friday and has not been heard from since. She's facing treason and terrorism charges. U.N. officials in Geneva had expressed concern over her detention, and an hour before the expulsion order was announced, the U.N. office urged respect of due process in her case. Carrie Kahn, NPR News, Rio de Janeiro. Crude oil futures prices were up more than 1% today amid stronger retail sales numbers. Oil gained a dollar and 39 cents a barrel to end the session at 78.03 a barrel on the New York Mercantile Exchange. I'm Jack Spear, NPR News in Washington. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include the Langloth Foundation, supporting justice, equity, and opportunity for all people to foster and sustain safe and healthy communities. Learn more at langloth.org and the listeners who support this NPR station. Hi, I'm Ed German, host of the Urban Jazz Experience. I'm away right now, but I'll be back soon. In the meantime, please enjoy this rebroadcast of the Urban Jazz Experience. Thanks. Thank you for joining us. It's Thursday Night Jazz, the Urban Jazz Experience. I'm Eddie German with you until 11 o'clock. And we thank you for being with us. Well, you know, the bottom line of what I was uh, hinting at just before the news is that it's just disappointing how people are throwing their lives away every day. You know, for example, the young man who's 21, a student at Cornell, so you work your way into, into, uh, into the university. You go to school all your life, and now you're in the university, and you're 21 years old, and now so you make it a point, well, now I want to shoot up uh, the, the uh, Jewish cafeteria and, uh, and kill Jewish people. So that's what I wanted. So now that's your tw- now your life is, that's what you are now. That's... So you worked all your, so that's what you worked for. That was your goal. You know, okay, now, well, there you have it. That's all. Thank you. With Chris Connor. is cold. I turn up my collar in vain. The night is
memory has taken his place These empty arms Are lost in the ghost of their embrace I'm all alone I know it's over now And yet The cold wind always will remind me Of the love I can't forget taken his place These empty arms are holding a ghost in their embrace I'm all alone I know The cold wind always will remind me of the love I can't forget. 
saying that I'd be playing solitaire uneasy in my easy chair it never entered my mind once you told me I was mistaken that I'd awaken with the sun and order orange juice for one it never entered my Mom! 
before it's too late, my love. Get out of town. Be good to me, please. Why not retire to a farm and be contented to charm the birds of the trees just disappear? I care for you much, too much. And when you are near, close to me, dear, we touch too much. The thrill when we meet is so sweet that darling it's getting me down so on your mark get set get out of town just disappear I care for you much, too much. And when you are near, close to me, dear, we touch too much. The thrill when we meet is so bittersweet that darling it's getting me down so on your mark get set get out of
Hi, I'm Ed German, host of the Urban Jazz Experience. I'm away right now, but I'll be back soon. In the meantime, please enjoy this rebroadcast of the Urban Jazz Experience. Thanks. Maynard Ferguson's big band of 1956 with Herb Geller in the band on saxophone for Great Guns, Never You Mind, Ella Fitzgerald with Buddy Bregman's Orchestra, 1956. Also with Herb Geller in the orchestra, Get Out of Town. Chris Connorwood, Maynard Ferguson's Orchestra, 1960. With Herb Geller, It Never Entered My Mind. Herb Geller, saxophonist, born on the state, 1928. Oliver Nelson, 1967, A Typical Day in New York. A solo for saxophonist Phil Woods. Quincy Jones, 1959, Ghana, with Phil Woods in the orchestra. We began that that set with Maynard Ferguson and Chris Conner, 1961, with uh, Herb Geller in the orchestra for The Wind. Saxophonist Phil Woods, born on this date in 1931. Here's Phil Woods once again with Quincy Jones.
Traveling eyes fell out of love with a hundred guys. Once was a guy who swore he'd get her, swore on the very day he met her. She was a gas, she was a groove, but she had to be on the move. The more she strained, the more he tried to hold her harder and keep her tight. He wouldn't let her get out of sight. Today and he watched tonight, and that's how it went. All right, all right, and that's how it went. All right, all right, and that's how it went. All right, all right.
to stick to the letter She had eyes for anything better In the old place where the grass was greener In the old place where the air was cleaner She got bored and he got meaner What a sight, you should have seen her Gang with a different beat Then came a day when he looked over Boy, in a minute something drove her She had to go, she had to get But her lover said, no, not yet She tried to run She saw the night He lost his head And she lost her life He brought her down like a paper knife He watched her dress Turn red from white And that's how it went Well, all right, okay That's the way it goes That's how it went
I'm Mark Edwards. Join me Saturday at 8 p.m. on 88.3 WLIW-FM and WLIW.org slash radio for Sock Hop Saturday Night. A musical time machine taking us back to the 50s and the early 60s for the music that we also fondly remember. Right here at 88.3 WLIW-FM and WLIW.org slash radio, Long Island's only NPR station. Long Island's only NPR station, WLIWFM Southampton. And it's Thursday Night Jazz. Ella Fitzgerald with Buddy Bregman's orchestra, including saxophonist Bob Herb Geller, born on this date, 1928. Ace in the Hole and Riding High. Quincy Jones with... Uh, Phil Woods in the orchestra is how we began that set with Banja Luka. We also heard from Chris Connor and uh, Maynard Ferguson's orchestra with Herb Geller. That's how it went all right. Thank you for joining us. We have a lot more music coming our way following a five-minute update from NPR coming our way here on WLIW. FM. Listening to WLIWFM 88.3 Southampton and 96.9 Manorville. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Jack Spear. A former FBI informant has been charged with lying to investigators about President Biden and his son Hunter's business dealings. NPR's Ryan Lucas reports the charges were brought by the special counsel overseeing the probe in Hunter Biden. Alexander Smirnoff faces two criminal counts, one for allegedly making false statements and another for allegedly creating a false and fictitious record. Prosecutors say Smirnov told an FBI agent that the Ukrainian gas company Burisma had paid $5 million bribes to then-Vice President Joe Biden and his son Hunter. But prosecutors say Smirnov's claims were fabrications and that he had previously expressed political bias against Biden. The indictment deals a blow to House Republicans who have touted Smirnov's claims in their impeachment inquiry against President Biden. An attorney for Hunter Biden said the charges show that Republican allegations against the Biden family are built on, quote, lies told by people with political agendas. Ryan Lucas, NPR News, Washington. A mass shooting in Kansas City left more than two dozen people hurt and one woman dead. Lisa Lopez Galvan, a 43-year-old mother of two, died in the hospital near the site of the shooting. As Frank Morris of member station KCUR reports, Lopez Galvan was an important member of the community. Lisa Lopez Galvan loved the music of North Texas, Tejano. She DJed parties and weddings and co-hosted a chatty radio show. In her last broadcast, Tuesday, she talked about how excited she was for the Super Bowl victory and the celebration to come. I'm glad it's here. I'm glad it's in Kansas City again. Yes, yes, definitely. And that just means we did it, and that's just setting the bar for another one next year. In addition to her two children, Lopez Galvan left a husband and a big musical family in Kansas City. 
For NPR News, I'm Frank Morris in Kansas City. It's something of a surprise move. Fulton County, Georgia District Attorney Fonnie Willis took the stand today, testifying about her romantic relationship with a special prosecutor. She hired to lead an investigation of former President Trump. Attorneys representing Trump won the case dismissed, claiming the relationship is a conflict of interest. New data from the CDC suggests smoking illicit fentanyl is becoming more common and more deadly among drug users. Here's NPR's Ping Wong. Smoking illegal drugs like fentanyl was associated with almost one in four drug overdose deaths in an analysis of data from 2022 published by the CDC. That would make it the most common cause of overdose deaths over injecting, snorting, or eating drugs. It's a change from two years before that, when injecting drugs was causing the most overdose deaths. The paper is based on data from 27 states and the District of Columbia. According to the study, many drug users have switched from injecting drugs to smoking them to avoid getting blood infections from shared needles. But smoking illicit fentanyl still comes with a substantial risk of overdosing. More than 109,000 people died from drug overdoses in 2022. Ping Huang, NPR News. This is NPR. Israeli hostage families are becoming increasingly anxious as they see time running out for a ceasefire and a hostage prisoner exchange. NPR's Elmer Beardsley sat down with the uncle of a family taken hostage. He's been working day and night for their release. Yishai Dan's niece and her two children were kidnapped and held for two months in tunnels. He says the 12-year-old now has trouble sleeping. His mother had to show him to open the door outside to show him no Hamazer. He was 60 days alone in the night, black day and night, all the time, alone. His 16-year-old sister had a different yet equally frightening experience. All the other hostage, all the time was around her and don't leave Hamas to come too close to her. They know what can happen. So they don't leave her any minutes. The children's father is still being held, and they are worried sick. They love him, and they, they want him back. Eleanor Beardsley, NPR News. Consumers pulled back on their spending last month, though the decline came after strong holiday spending. Commerce Department reporting today retail sales in January fell by eight-tenths of one percent. That follows a four-tenths of a percent rise in December. Economists had expected consumers to start pulling back on their spending late last year under the weight of mounting credit card debt, but that does not seem to have happened. Relatively strong household spending fueled by strong jobs growth and rising wages continued. Stocks gained ground on Wall Street today. The Dow's up 348 points. The Nasdaq rose 47 points. I'm Jack Spear, NPR News in Washington. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include the Joyce Foundation, committed to advancing racial equity and economic mobility for the next generation in the Great Lakes region. Learn more at JoyceFDN.org. And the Annie E. Casey Foundation. Hi, I'm Ed German, host of the Urban Jazz Experience. I'm away right now, but I'll be back soon. In the meantime, please enjoy this rebroadcast of the Urban Jazz Experience. Thanks. This is WLIW. 88.3 and 96.9 FM. It's Thursday Night Jazz, the Urban Jazz Experience. I'm Ed German with you until 11 o'clock. Once again, here is saxophonist Herb Geller, who was born on this date, 1928, with Maynard Ferguson.
like to continue this time by featuring our very exciting tenor saxophonist, Nino Tempo. This is something which we call Freely. <laughs> Travel 
travel on Look up, look up And see your maker Before Gabriel blows his horn That set of music included uh, Herb Geller on saxophone throughout the set. Herb Geller, born on this date, 1928. And uh, we began with uh, Maynard Ferguson and the orchestra, and we heard from them Wild Man, That Jones Boy, Free Lee, and finishing up that set, Chris Connor with Maynard Ferguson's orchestra for The Lonesome Road. Today is the birthday also of saxophonist Phil Woods, 
born on this date, 1931. And here is Phil Woods with Herbie Mann and the orchestra. This is Herbie Mann on flute and alto flute. Phil Woods on alto, saxophone and clarinet. Jay Ashby on trombone, alto, trombone and percussion. Gil Goldstein on accordion. Alain Mallette, piano. Marty Ashby, guitar. Dwayne Dolphin, bass. Paul Sokolow on bass also. Roger Humphreys and Ricky Sebastian on the drums. This is Randy Weston's Little Niles. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
Hi, I'm Ed German, host of the Urban Jazz Experience. I'm away right now, but I'll be back soon. In the meantime, please enjoy this rebroadcast of the Urban Jazz Experience. Thanks.
When the only sound in the empty street Is the heavy tread of the heavy feet That belongs to a lonesome smile becomes a smirk
better far than they If you want the thrill of love I've been through the mill of love Oh, love, new love Every love but true Ella Fitzgerald with Buddy Bregman's orchestra and Herb Geller on board on saxophone for love for sale. We began that set with uh, we began that set with uh, Herbie Mann and uh, with uh, Phil Woods in the band, and they played uh, Little Niles, then Oliver Nelson for Complex City. Herbie Mann with Jellek, and Sir Charles Duke from Herbie Mann, all of those with saxophonist Phil Woods. Phil Woods, born on the state 1931, and Herb Geller, born on the state 1928. Stay tuned for more music, news, and entertainment on WLIWFM, and thank you for joining us for Thursday Night Jazz. I'm Ed German for the Urban Jazz Experience and Friday Night Soul. Until next time, take care, stay tuned. Be nice to each other and good to yourself. Nothing is more precious than freedom and health. Keep the faith and pray for peace. Drive safely, everyone. Be safe, be well. Thank you and good night. Good night.